Welcome back to the People of Hitachi podcast. My name is Emily Seaton Potter and I work in the Corporate Communications and Sustainability Office at Hitachi Europe. In season two of this podcast, I'll be meeting people from across the business to understand more about Hitachi's approach to sustainability, from becoming a climate change innovator to creating a diverse and inclusive global business. We'll hear about why being a principal partner at COP26 is so important and how through our technologies and projects, Hitachi is delivering environmental value. Welcome to the People of Hitachi podcast, Lorena. Could you introduce yourself? I'm Lorena. I am the Chief Diversity and Inclusion Officer. I relocated to Tokyo last year when I got uh, uh, this appointment. Uh, from this year, uh, my responsibility has been extended uh, in the sustainability field to the environmental as a Deputy Chief Environmental Officer. I'm super excited about this role because I see Itachi uh, very much committed on ESG and on sustainability overall, to the extent that uh, they have appointed me as the first uh, female executive officer, which is a big honor, but also a big uh, responsibility. And uh, I indeed uh, hope to uh, be, uh, you know, to contribute to Itachi in this very important transformation phase and the work. Uh, with uh, uh, all of you to uh, change Itachi for the better. Moving to Japan in, in the middle of a global pandemic must have been quite interesting. How, how has that been for you? It's tough. I mean, um, yes, I move in the middle of a pandemic and uh, uh, you know that any new job you, you do, whatever you're going to be, relationship and network are very important both in your professional and in your personal life. And even if here in Japan, we never went into a very strict lockdown, but still the social life has been very, very much limited. And uh, this is very difficult in building the relationship. Also, if you consider that uh, uh, most of the employees are still working uh, um, on a remote basis, and uh, we used uh, to have a lot of let's say, social events after the working time. That's the time where we really build relationship out of, uh, you know, outside of your, um, even or of the formal meetings. But this is not possible. So um, let's say that I am, I am enjoying the country. I'm not really enjoying the, the social life. I try to spend most of my time in the office because, again, it's very important for me to understand the culture, because this is one of the key to run this role and to get the best. I, I read that you are the first Italian um, to work in an executive level position at Hitachi um, in HQ. I think that's that's so interesting. So I imagine that's been quite a big change as well. Yeah, yeah. And uh, this is uh, where I think uh, you get the value of diversity. No? So yes, I am... The, the, the first Italian, I'm not the only non-Japanese, but um, I, I do hope that uh, 
based on experience I, I had in working in different roles and working with different culture during my uh, professional life can really bring uh, different perspectives and can really help to, uh, let's say, to nurture a culture shift across the entire organization. I'm learning a lot every day from a personal and, and professional point of view. And you learn to stay in touch with different people. And I do hope that those people can learn from myself as well. This is really the goal where you can create a, a corporate culture where you can I don't want to say delete the bias because the bias will remain in our brain, but at least you are aware of those bias and that you can interact with people and understanding the people much better. So this is my goal. And that's the reason why I moved here. Uh, I could have run my role from Italy as well. I mean, uh, there are many organizations where you have uh, uh, global roles running in many different places. But I do think that we are in a very important transformation phase, and it's very important to be uh, closer to uh, my Japanese colleagues and understand as much as I can their culture and uh, explain to them other different cultures as well. So this is much more effective. There are no trainings on that. It's really the daily that can make the big change. I think you're right about, you know, being really involved and, and stuck into the culture and, and with your colleagues. I, I think that's something people often forget is there's such a big time difference between, you know, Europe, uh, the UK and Japan. So I think you're nine hours ahead of us at the moment. So I imagine, you know, even if you could do your role from Italy with that time difference, it does create barriers. So you've made definitely a, a good decision to go. So I was wondering if we could talk about ESG? Um, very simply, ESG stands for environmental, social, and governance. And uh, that refers to uh, the three key factors that investors are using to measure the sustainability and the, the ethical impact of, uh, for example, an investment in a business or in a company. So this uh, terminology comes from uh, the investor community because uh, what they have found is that the companies that apply ESG standards actually tend to be less risky, much more diligent, and more importantly, they are more likely uh, successful in the long-term business in a practical way. So whatever is the terminology in terms of action and looking at Itachi is how actually we behave, uh, for example, responsibly by, I don't know, implementing uh, proper policies like uh, the anti-corruption or how you cap the executive compensation in the way we can operate in a very environmental, sustainable way. For example, with water conservation or CO2 reduction. And again, in the way we can actually eliminate inequality. And that's how diversity comes on board, because you should put diversity in the workforce and leadership in the same way how it actually respects human rights. So all of this means for us as Itachi, but for any other company, that you have to do more than making a profit. You have actually to take actions and you have to have a target in place. That's what ESG 
means. It's very much related to sustainability because, again, if you are committed to ESG, you commit to a sustainable business, which means that you can commit to contribute to a sustainable society. And we are putting a number of action in place around environmental, social and governance. So this is a strong commitment for myself, but is a strong commitment for Itachi overall by appointing me and other colleagues uh, that are working in this field. Could you maybe explain a bit about why ESG is relevant to our employees? Well, it's relevant to our employees because through ESG, you really see how we are managing the company how we are able to assess risk and how we are able to take opportunities. It's just another way really to to measure, you know, uh, the company's uh, management, the company performance. But more importantly, I think that is important for the employees because, uh, because if you're committed on ESG, you really can become the employer of choice. The, the employees can really uh, decide to work for this company And the employees can really feel uh, to have an important role to play in the company and in the society. And that through the commitment of on ESG, Hitachi is saying that all the employees around the world are crucial in helping Hitachi to achieve the goals and the targets. Whilst you were speaking, you mentioned how you, you see that ESG strategy is connected to sustainability and environment. Um, could you maybe explain a bit about DNI and how that strategy is also connected to sustainability? Well, when you talk about sustainability, and if you want it to be sustainable, you have to be innovative. And to be innovative, you know that innovation comes from a different and diverse way of thinking. If you think to Itachi, we have over 300,000 employees around the world. This is a massive asset for Itachi. Actually, this is the most important asset for Itachi. So if we are able to leverage this asset with uh, its diversity and a unique perspective, let's say that Itachi has a huge opportunity to create innovation and to create value for the business and the whole society. Um, This is really the environment that I aim to create. I would like really to have a very inclusive environment. And when I talk about inclusiveness, I talk about culture and behavior, but also process and policy. You cannot or you cannot invest uh, on um, inclusiveness if you don't look at the both aspects. I would like a place where the voice of all the employees is heard, is valued, regardless the gender, the background, the religious belief, uh, the age, the gender, regardless all of that. And this is really um, a workplace. This kind of workplace is very, is crucial to have an effective collaboration, is crucial to enable uh, creative problem solving, and is crucial to create innovation. That's why um, diversity is uh, very much connected to sustainability. I cannot think to a sustainable society or a sustainable company with just one way of thinking. This is not going to solve uh, the social challenges at all. Maybe it was good in the past, 20 years ago, but uh, this is not going to be efficient today. I've been you know, quite proud to read lately that 
um, Hitachi is working on making our management more diverse, you know, having more females in management um, as a, you know, female, young female working at Hitachi. I, I find it very inspiring to know that the company does want to kind of lift up individuals' voices. With regards to sort of your your ambitions, you know, could you explain what your ambitions are in your position? Well, let's let's start for uh, for uh, DNI. Uh, DNI is not new within Itachi. No, I mean Itachi has already started this journey a, a couple of decades ago. Uh, mainly uh, focused in Japan, mainly focus on the gender. Uh, since my appointment, we started to look at the DNI. Uh, across all the dimensions, as I said before, it's not just the gender. We have many dimensions around diversity and inclusion. And the most important, uh, we look at the DNI as uh, integrated in the business strategy, because this is really the way. From one side, you change Itachi for the better, but then you really grow the business. If you want DNI to be successful, you have to look at what the business wants to do in the next five, 10 years. And based on that, you implement DNI. Based on that, you are able to attract and retain talents, not only them, because you can be able then to attract customers and investors. So we have not to forget that Itachi is a fully listed company. So the voice of investors is very, very important. And investors are now using DNI as uh, an element to drive their choice, as well as the customers are now using the DNI element to select the supplier to work with. So um, it's not something nice to have. It's not an HR program. This is really a business imperative. And my goal is that DNI will be something very natural in our daily life. At one day, we have not to think of diversity and inclusion because it's really part of our new DNA. Interesting. I, I definitely share that feeling of we need to start making these elements second nature to ourselves and you know, start thinking about them in that way um, to really truly integrate them um, to our business and, and to our lives. So, Lorena, is there anything that you'd like to finish on today? Any any messages for employees? Yeah, I, let me let me restress the fact that uh, we have started this journey. It's a very long journey, but this is something that private organization cannot do alone. We need a strong collaboration with institution because uh, any action we can put in place needs to have a correlation in the society as well. Each employees, in the same way, uh, each citizen should speak up, express their opinion, and think how can contribute to make this society much more sustainable and improve the quality of the life of the people. This is a concept that Itachi has been saying and saying, but again, the only way to do that is to be strongly committed on ESG. Thank you for listening to the People of Hitachi podcast. Please leave us a five-star review. It really helps people find us. Next time, we'll be talking to Hans Dams, Group Public Affairs Officer and COP26 Director, and Helen Grundy, Environmental Specialist at Hitachi Europe.